What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Walking with the King podcast. I'm your host, Teresa King, and welcome to the end of season one. Oh my gosh, we're here. And I honestly cannot believe that it's already been 10 weeks, 10 episodes. Well, technically, 11 weeks and 10 episodes and a trailer. But this has been a complete journey for me. And honestly, it probably was a journey for you. I hear a lot of feedback from y'all guys saying of how much I've actually grown through this podcast. And (laughs) you honestly had no idea because life is funny. God's funny. Everything's funny. And honestly, like I have changed as a person and honestly that is pretty much what this episode is going to be about just like a season one wrap-up because I think this is like the perfect time to talk about everything and what's been going on in my life and some of the things that y'all have told me and what better way to talk about it rather than the end of season one one I am really upset that (laughs) this is the end of season one, but honestly, it has came at a perfect timing because I am like stressed out, (laughs) like stressed out to the max. And it's not like stress, stress. I mean, that Teresa stress is stress, (laughs) but, um, you know, I just recently received a new job, a new position and it has only been a week. I'm about to enter my second week. So when you're hearing this, I will officially be on my second week of my new job. And I am so blessed to have this job. I'm just saying like the Lord has his ways. And one of the things that my my uh, sponsor told me was the Lord is my defender. I had been through a lot just to get this job. And I didn't even think I was going to get this job this year. I was thinking of, oh, this is like down the road, maybe a year from now, maybe I'll have this job. Like God had different plans for me. And honestly, I'm so grateful and blessed that the Lord trusted me with this position but when I tell you it's a lot of work, it's a lot of work. Um, I ended up becoming a director of public relations for the newspaper that I work for. And it's not only a newspaper, it's like a news production, magazines. It's really awesome. It's a student publication at the school that I'm in. And honestly, we are like, it's it's a lot of work, (laughs) but I mean, what better time for me to take a break rather than trying to get adjusted in my new job. So honestly, like when I say everything happens in the perfect timing, God's perfect timing, I mean it because this is like the perfect time. But anyways, this whole season, I feel like I have completely changed. I have completely moved as a person, like spiritually. Um, 
in the very beginning of this podcast, you know, I entered it with the Lord telling me to do this podcast. I was like, um, okay, what do I do? <laughs> like, I always wanted to do something to share my faith, share my walk of Christ. And I actually started a blog. I don't think it's still active, but I started a blog and Robert did it with me, my husband. And we would write like some of the stuff that we were going through or how we feel. And I did it for a good while, but I was just kind of like at a point where I'm like, I don't know if I want to do a blog. I feel like I need to do something different. And the whole time I was, you know, kind of going through the motion and I asked Robert, I was like, what if we do a podcast? And he was like, oh no, I don't want to do a podcast. Like, I'm like, okay, fine. We won't do one. A few months goes by and I bring it up again and he's like, no, I don't want to do a podcast. A few months go by and, you know, I'm talking about let's do a podcast. And he's like, I don't want to do a podcast, but if you want to go for it. I was like, ooh, okay. So long story short, I'm here and I am already at the end of season one. And I just remember like not battling with the Lord, but more like questioning him and saying, is this what I'm supposed to do? Are you sure? Like I struggle with my speech. I've always had since I was a kid. And sometimes I can't pronounce certain words or um, I can't speak for some reason. Like I just, the cat got my tongue or whatever. And I was always worried, like, what if people don't understand me? Like, I was just, like, thinking the worst. And the whole time, as I was, like, questioning the Lord, I kept being told this one thing. I've heard this one sentence every single day, I swear. And it is, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. I was like, okay, Lord, what? Okay, I'm just going to go in this. I'm going to go into this blindly. I'm just going to trust in you. But how do I even start this? Well, the next day I had my professor, Professor Brown, say that she would help me start this podcast and get me into it and kind of showing me the steps. And I'm like, okay, like, fine as well, and she lended me a microphone as well, I was like, okay, like, everything is coming together, so, like, might as well just do it, and I did, and it's crazy, because here we are, guys, and I can't even describe on how blessed I am to have you as an audience. I've met so many of y'all a lot of y'all I know as an acquaintance yet y'all still listen to me y'all still listen to what I have to say and y'all shared my podcast to your friends and family and all these people you know are message messaging me on social media and I'm just like wow like I'm just so amazed like I was expecting this podcast to be for 
my family and maybe a couple of friends, but no, y'all like showed up. <laughs> and I am just so blessed for that. And um, it really has changed me as a person. I completely changed my mindset on my calling for God, like my spiritual gifts. Um, a little update on that particularly. My husband and I are in the middle of classes, well, a class at our church to become a leader in our church. And I'm really excited for it. I did not know that I was going to do this. The Lord was just like, you're going to do it. And I'm like, okay, how? <laughs> um, but, you know, like I keep saying, the Lord makes a way. Um, this past summer, I had the privilege to go to a camp, um, you know, like kind of like a youth camp. We called it beach camp because we were at a beach, but same thing. And at this camp, I was leading a bunch of girls and all of them were like different. They're all different girls with different backgrounds going through different things. And, you know, I just had a very good connection with these these girls and every single morning, you know, I took advantage of the terrace, the balcony that we had, and it overlooked the ocean. So I was out there reading my Bible, talking to the Lord, and I just heard God tell me, you're going to be a leader at CBC, my church. I was like, really? Are you sure? He was like, yeah, you will be. I'm like, okay, Where? Like, how do I start? Like, who do I talk to? Like, where do you want me to go? And he said, don't worry about it. I'm going to take, I'm going to control that. I'm going to take care of that. All you have to do is say yes when it happens. I was like, okay, whatever you want me to do, that's fine by me. And yet here we are. <laughs> um, in the end of November, almost December, uh, Robert and I, my husband, will officially be leaders in the church in the care and support, which is more like for um, support groups, recovery. I mean, I always I always talk about my celebrate recovery here. And, you know, it is because like that is what God is calling me to do. Um, in my class, we did like a test to see what our spiritual gifts are. And I actually mentioned that on episode one, like there's so many quizzes out there that you could take to let you know what your spiritual gift is for serving. And mine, number one was teaching and close second was leading and prophecy. So I was like, okay, Lord, whatever you want me to do, like, I'll do it. So little did I know I was already doing what he wanted me to do, this podcast. And I have grown this whole time, this whole season. If you have been with me since the very beginning, you could say it as well, from episode one to this past episode, I have gained my confidence. I have gained 
my confidence in Christ. I've gained my confidence in my voice. And that's a lot of the main thing that I have struggled with was my voice. Um, being a survivor from abuse, I was forced to not use my voice as much. Um, I kind of got to the mindset where my voice doesn't matter. No matter what I say, no matter what I do, isn't it doesn't matter because no one's going to hear me. So honestly, this podcast was kind of trigger. It was a big trigger for me. And, you know, a lot of people could like tell you that, like, I know, uh, Linda and Celeste, I did a podcast with them. They will tell you that I was like about to have a panic attack right before we were, we were going to record. And it's because like, I realized like, this is a trigger for me. But the cool thing is, is that no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm doing, no matter what my past is, the Lord will always come through and he will always protect me. And it's amazing because now when I record, I don't feel it. I don't feel anxious. I don't feel like it's a trigger anymore because he showed me you. He showed me all of y'all guys and all of, a lot of y'all have came up to me as like, your podcasts are so good. Your podcast is like really interesting. I really got convicted. I'm just like, it's all the Holy Spirit guys because I was stressing out a minute before. So just preparing for the episodes, preparing for the topics, preparing just the discussion, you know, really brought me closer to God. Because every single episode that I've touched this season, I was struggling with it myself. This whole season, I was kind of battling a spiritual warfare. And it wasn't necessarily on my spirit or my relationship with God or even my faith or my trust. It was more of the trust in me on whether or not I could do this, even though God called me to do it. And a lot of the times we do that to each other. We do it to ourselves. God tells us God tells us to do something and we question him about it. Or we are afraid to get out of our comfort zone and we don't want to do this. But the Lord tells us, no, you got to. And it just amazes me on how I moved myself to do the things that I didn't think I was going to be able to do or something that I would have loved to do because of my insecurities and the lies that the devil has told me. But in the end, you know, Jesus wins. He will always win the battle that we're in. Um, Another thing that I am going through with Robert, actually, um, we are in the middle of fostering. <laughs> um, I think it's amazing that I am even able to say this out loud. There's still a lot of things that we have to go through. There's still so many mountains of paperwork that we still have to do. And we are just so excited because it's starting to get real. We just been told by Alma, 
she visited us last week in our podcast, um, we had her as a character reference and she told me, hey, is this the guy that is supposed to be helping y'all with the foster care? And I was like, yeah, it is. Like, thank you so much. And it's, it's happening. It's real. Um, I'm not too sure if I even shared this with y'all, but we have been battling with infertility for two and a half years now. Um, it is a lot of my story on how I came to Christ and how I surrendered to Christ because I was battling another spiritual warfare on just God himself because I wasn't too sure if I was even good enough to be a mother. Um, I was really, really eating it up. Like it just hit a year at that time of infertility. And once it hits a year, you know, you are infertile. Now you just got to figure out why, why are you infertile? So the whole time I was just like eating it up, like scared out of my mind. And the whole time I was being told, you're not good enough to be a mother. All the things that had happened to you with your abuse, it's all because of it. Because of that abuse, you, like you did this to yourself. You are not worthy of being a mother. You're not good enough to be a mother. I heard so many lies. And it got to a point where I was like making up lies in my head about what Robert told me. And, you know, a lot of it, a lot of things played into my head that the devil told me and it had a lot to do with me coming to God um I mentioned it a little bit in episode three with Linda and Celeste on how we came to God but my husband was an alcoholic he has now been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ so hallelujah with that we both were a we're, we're both addicts. We were both into addiction at that time. But at that time, it got to a point where it was a bottle of vodka a night. And I came home to him and he was knocked out in the, in the bed. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm tired. I just finished my shift. I'm going to go to sleep too. 3 a.m. rolled around and I heard him choking on his his on his throw up and I pulled him over to his side and honestly I'm so glad that I woke up because I he probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for me waking up but I was so fed up with my life at that time I was fed up with God I yelled at him in our living room floor like saying like what did I do to deserve this like first you are allowing my husband to kill himself through alcohol next you don't even think I'm good enough to be a mother like what am I doing wrong like why are you doing this to me lord like am I not good enough for you and all this stuff I went at God and he spoke to me saying, how am I supposed to bless you with a child if you're not acting like my child? Surrender to me and you will be blessed with one. 
I was like, okay, like, fine, like, I'll surrender to you, Lord, like, whatever you want me to do, like, I'll do it, but you need to save Robert as well. I can't tell him to quit. He has to quit. And God told me, I'll take care of it. Just you need to start living for me. And I was like, okay, I will. And sure enough, the next morning, Robert came up. He was, he woke up, he woke me up and he said, I'm, I don't want to live like this anymore. I'm done with this lifestyle. I need to quit drinking. I'm done. And I was like, okay. I was like, I, you know, I surrendered to God and, you know, I feel like we need to start going to church. And he was like, let's start going. Ever since then, we have not stopped going to church. And that has been 18 months ago. We officially hit 18 months of sobriety. And this whole time, we've been kind of battling back and forth on just getting to know each other. Because, you know, Robert and I met each other when we were addicts and now we're sober and we're married and we're dating each other all over again we're getting to know God and getting to know ourselves and it's just a lot but you know I'm starting to see God's promise come on to me um I'm not gonna lie I was still very emotional when it came to my infertility every time I talked about my infertility I would ball into tears all the time, all the time, I would cry every time I would bring it up. And it wasn't until this past summer when we went to the CR Summit in Dallas, Texas, where we were given the opportunity to nail something that has been holding us back. And then we were able to nail it on the cross where you wrote it down on a piece of paper and we went up to the altar and we nailed it to the cross. And I nailed my infertility. The fact that all of the buildup and the anger and the confusion and just trying to control it, I nailed it to the cross. And and that day forward, like, I have not been crying about it. And since that day, you know, everything has been on gear, on the whole foster process and it kind of hit me to where you know it doesn't matter if I am going to be a biological mother or an adopted mother or a foster mother I know that the Lord is calling me to be a mother I just don't know how and if it's through foster care so be it if it's through adoption so be it if he still wants me to have children biologically so be it. But I am now at ease with myself because now I trust the Lord. And I haven't been able to say that until very recently. I mean, this past summer. So the fact that the Lord is promise, like the Lord's promises is coming, you know, in the air, it's coming true. I'm just like amazed on how good our Lord is. But yeah, that's another reason why we're putting a hold on this podcast because we should be getting a placement soon. Um, I don't know when season two will come, to be honest with you guys. I would appreciate you sticking around till then. Um, Continue to follow me on Instagram because 
I will announce it when I'm going to start season two. But with school, with work, and potentially a child on the way, yeah, I just don't know. But I do know that the Lord is my provider. He is my defender. He is my healer. And he made me do this. He made me do this podcast. He made me talk to y'all guys about very vulnerable situations in my life that I had no idea that I was going to say out loud. And all goes, all glory goes to God because this has been a blessing. It has been moving for me to be able to sit here in my bedroom, on my desk, with my small little microphone that's stacked on top of my Bible and my devotional journal. (laughs) It has been an absolute blessing to speak to y'all, to hear y'all voices telling me how much this podcast has moved y'all. Because it means the world to me that y'all guys are even listening to me ramble on, on and on and on. But um, stay tuned for season two. I have really nice things coming along. I have some special guests already planned. It's not going to be a long wait, but it is going to be a while. I need to kind of catch up on my work, catch up on school and, you know, get ready for a kid. We are about to um, move, hopefully, God willing, we're looking for um, a bigger apartment with more rooms. So um, that is another reason on top of why I'm putting a pause on this podcast. I just need to come back to my priorities and that is my husband and God God's my main priority but also my future family and it is really crazy for me to say that we are about to have a placement and (laughs) yeah but either way I'm so glad now y'all have joined me on the last episode of season one well stay tuned for season two until then guys i'll catch y'all next time bye guys bye.